You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Arma Energy, presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, Just One Helmets, Bill's Pipes, and W Wheels. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, but with me on the line, we've got HRT Yamaha's David Pulley. David, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you, Brad? Not too bad at all. It's a balmy, uh, oh, I guess it would be around 65 degrees uh, Fahrenheit uh, for you, but it's about 16 degrees uh, Celsius for me. Nice and cool, or nice warm day for the spring here in Manitoba. Uh, often pretty cold this time of year, but uh, unseasonably warm. Feeling good, and I'm calling down to the uh, the 509, or, well, the, the 909 area code, but this happens to be a... Uh, a 951 number. Either way, you're in SoCal. You're in the mecca of motocross. Pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, motos all over out here. Tons of tracks. Always hot and good weather to ride. So it's definitely the place to be. You bet you, man. And you have aligned yourself with the HRT uh, team that uh, you ride your Yamaha on, on the East Coast rounds with those guys. The the series now switches back to the West after this sort of week off. And I put that in quotation marks because you guys are still at work. You guys never get a weekend off. Uh, first of all, how, how did you get connected with the HRT team? And uh, how have things gone so far with your Supercross season? Uh, basically, uh, I've known Todd for about a year, the owner of the team, and also one of my big sponsors, Just One, uh, John. He got me in touch with Todd, and they – helped me out by taking my bike to all the East Coast rounds, and I actually ended up staying on the semi with him to help with the travel costs and stuff like that. So uh, definitely helped me out a lot. Um, my season so far has uh, it's been going really well, actually. Uh, everything's just been progressing and getting better each round, and especially as we went to East Coast, uh, definitely like that dirt and the uh, how tacky the tracks are out there. So that kind of like, uh, basically the way the tracks are and how technical things are and just riding then started out a little rough with some crashes on the West coast. And then as we went East, uh, just started putting things together and been getting the night shows and hopefully looking to get into a main event in Houston that's this next round. So it should be good. Absolutely. I'm not too sure who can um, argue with having that types of soils you get on the east. The tracks become more technical, more involved, and really start to uh, allow the the riders that uh, have a lot of technical ability and not just pinning it to uh, really shine. I think that plays into your strengths 110%. Uh, you mentioned the uh, the Just One deal, and uh, of course, this is a Just One podcast, and John Cluter talked to us about three weeks ago. Um, great to hear that he uh, has kind of um, gotten in touch with you and uh, you were looking good this last weekend on the broadcast on that far outside gate. Had to snap a picture of you. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got actually in that heat race, I got a really good jump off the start and then uh, ended up getting caught up behind Tomac and them and that going into that rhythm. But, uh, yeah, I was actually this weekend in St. Louis was kind of rough for me. I had a big crash in my free practice and uh, ended up basically going, had a, uh, let's see, had a brake failure, uh, ended up going over the berm and hitting the wall of the stadium and kind of banged myself up pretty good. So I was kind of just trying to get through the day and Astros helped me out to tape me up and get me back together so I could ride. But uh, basically kind of struggled to get through the night. I wasn't really 100%. So I felt pretty good for how well I rode with being all banged up and pretty hurt. But uh, I'm looking forward to racing in Houston back to 100% and riding healthy. So um, very, very different from most riders. Uh, most guys uh, fly in on either the Friday, yeah, the other Friday and Friday or Thursday. Uh, you've been traveling with the HRT rig all over the East Coast. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and some uh, interesting stories from the road because uh, I can't imagine it's difficult to stay in shape, stay on point during winter months uh, traveling with, uh, with the team. Yeah, uh, it's definitely tough weather's not really the best out there on the east coast for working out and stuff but uh traveling with the driver basically I we drive on the road to the next event and get into town and then we have like a rower on board upstairs and I'd work out in that, that during the week and stuff and then when it's basically fairly warm out like in the 40s I'd go for runs in the mornings and stuff like that trying just work out best I can being on the road. But as far as riding, uh, I didn't get any riding time in during the week except when we rode the press days for the event. So basically I was going to the race, going racing every weekend, and that was my riding time for the most part. Well, it's a little bit less wear and tear on those uh, Yamahas, but uh, definitely puts you behind the eight ball come gate drops, uh, or even just through qualifying. It's a little get a little rusty uh, between the races. Uh, did you did, did you at least have fun and and you um, at least like your your truck driver? Because I got to imagine that many miles and you're not if you're not enjoying yourself, uh, it'd be really grueling. Uh, yeah, we definitely we definitely had fun. He's a he's a cool guy and. Uh, we got along really well and he actually used to race too back in the day. So, uh, we, we had fun. Um, it was, uh, on the, basically we had talked a lot about the races and stuff and he's how things, uh, whatever ideas he had about for how we could do better the next weekend and stuff like that. And everything was just really, uh, progressive towards just getting better and finishing off that next getting to the next race well that's excellent uh now the way you get to the next race is uh you said before before we hit record on this with your dad's shop uh some very few sponsors change for you Uh, i'm not sure sure if hrt stays on the bike during uh the the western rounds but nevertheless uh you'll be getting to the next races in a different way how does that change in, ter- in terms of your preparation and uh, what can we look forward to seeing from you uh, before uh, the series is done? Uh, 
not too much will change other than being pitted out of a different rig. Uh, we have the same sort of setup pretty close to what HRT is doing for me. For me. So uh, things really line up pretty close and it helps out a lot. Uh, a little bit more basically on the East Coast, I was all on my own and uh, just me and my mechanic basically and the team. And my dad comes out to the West Coast around, so it's a little bit more uh, nice to have him out there to uh, have the support and stuff like we used to back when he basically used to come to all my races for my amateur career. Well, absolutely. Uh, who knows how to uh, to get you pumped up for the race like your old man. And uh, is he going to be do, uh, handling the mechanicing duties? If not, uh, who's been wrenching on your bikes? Or I can't imagine uh, you're doing all the work yourself, but uh, maybe. Uh, I've actually been doing quite a bit of mechanicing myself. Uh, but uh, I do have, I've had multiple guys come in and help me out the mechanic for the night shows and on the weekends, but, uh, for the most part, I just do most of the preparation for myself, at least on the East coast, because I was all on my own out there. But, uh, for being out here, my dad, he doesn't mechanic, he's team manager. So, uh, I have my mechanic, Matt, that comes out and he basically just makes sure the bike's all ready and gets me dialed for the race on Saturday. Well, that's awesome. Uh, it, it just seems like that is such an undertaking, taking on all of your mechanicing duties throughout the day, unless you're in the night show, of course, you, you get someone to help you out in the night show, but prepping the bike for race day, getting all like changing all of the parts, uh, getting into that engine and stuff like that. Obviously, a 450 is a little bit less wear and tear, but uh, good on you for being for taking that on, and because uh, that's a lot to chew. I can't imagine too many factory riders uh doing well in that sort of situation you know what i mean like they're so handed everything i don't know what they'd quite do if they were faced with a situation like yours and uh for you to be able to do what you've done so far with that uh it's nothing short of amazing yeah it's definitely pretty it gets pretty gnarly sometimes like i joke around with my friends like basically saying i'm part-time mechanic and full-time racer so uh I'll spend the Pays whole the same Friday though, right? before a race getting my bike ready and then just making sure everything's dialed so I don't have much to have to do on Saturday. Well, right on. So uh, do you do you collect two paychecks by uh, by wrenching for yourself, or how does that work? <laughs> no, just the one. Fair enough. That, well, that, the struggle is real for those uh, privateers, and uh, you, you've got a full bone full-blown privateer effort, uh, but you do have a teammate uh, this year, uh, Vicky Golden, and like the first female to, uh, or not the first female, but uh, very, she has a high chance of being the first girl to qualify for a night show. What has it been like uh, having her in the pits, uh, seeing all the attention around her, of course, as well as uh, how is she as a teammate? Uh, it's really cool. There's definitely a lot more attention brought over the team with her being on on our team and uh it's i've known her for years and ridden with her for a long time and uh help her out when we're riding here at the local tracks and stuff and it's she's a awesome girl and just super determined and uh i definitely feel like she can have she has the speed to qualify for a night show she was really close in indy um she's just uh I think 
we'll see how New Jersey goes, but I feel like she can get it done out there. She uh, She's going to keep working hard this break, I know, so we'll have to see how it goes for sure. Well, absolutely. The first time I ever saw her ride was 2010. I was hitting a bunch of local tracks down in SoCal, and she was on a Yamaha, and that girl just rips. Night show or not, main event or not, that girl rides like a dude. I think you'd agree. Yeah, she's definitely knows how to manhandle the bike and just ride faster than any other girl I've seen out here. So she definitely has what it takes to – she can – I mean, she's already beaten quite a few guys in time qualifying and stuff like that. So that's got to be pretty pretty brutal being a guy in the T50 class and actually uh, having to deal with that with your friends and stuff. But, uh, you know, really good for her. Uh, She's uh, definitely, I mean, she's like a... How do you say um definitely an inspiration for trying to do this and I feel like she can definitely get it done. Totally, absolutely. Now let's get this thing up uh, back on David Pulley a little bit. Uh first of all, why six oh eight and um why a Yamaha? Uh six oh eight is I kinda just that's the number I ended up with through AMA. Um I've Originally, I've always just tried to have an eight in my number. When I was younger, I was number eight, and then on eighty fives and stuff with Loretta's and all that, I ended up being number eight. And uh, I tried on Marina Cross, I was one oh eight, and then when I went to Supercross, I ended up going to six oh eight, and then it's just kind of stuck with it until I earn a career number. And uh, I've been on Yamaha's my whole entire career, basically. Uh, since I started riding, my dad actually used to be a professional jet ski racer for factory Yamaha when I was younger. And that's what ended up me going to Yamaha's when I started riding bikes. And then I've just been on them my whole career. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, having a dad look to look up to, uh, did he also ride dirt bikes and what kind of inspiration was he to you as you came through the ranks? Uh, he, he never really rode dirt bikes too much. Uh, just, he rode jet skis and rides quads a little bit for fun, but uh, he's bit, he was ranked eighth in the world out of everyone on, or yeah, eighth in the world in jet ski racing before he retired and stuff like that. And he's definitely a big inspiration to me, always pushing me to better myself and always push to get to the top and be where I want to be in my career. So, so definitely a big help. Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, so this last weekend, noticed you on the broadcast, and I couldn't help but notice you out. You you ride a, with a, a set of gear that uh, you don't see too much in Supercross. I, in fact, the only other guy I can think of who runs it is uh, is Nicoletti. You run some moose gear. Uh, what kind of connection do you have with those guys, and uh, how did you end up r- running that gear for Supercross? Uh, I've been running their gear for about three years now. Uh, I first started running their gear when I started racing arena cross and I was just real close with the guys at parts unlimited and, uh, moose and parts unlimited are all moose parts and Thor. They're all one big family and together. So, uh, their gear 
I just tried out their gear and I like really liked it and it's been getting better and better every year with their designs and the fit and just the comfort of everything and it's really cool being able to help and be part of the uh, team designing and picking the styles for the new gear for the next years and stuff like that so it's really cool. Well, that's right on, man. Uh, so uh, you haven't made a, a main event yet this year. What would be like a like? Do you have some goals going forward? Uh, obviously, you want to make a main event. Is there a if have you looked forward to the uh, the track maps, or is there a, a one that you have circled that like, that's the that's the race that uh, we're going to make that happen? Uh, honestly, I feel like Houston, Houston, New Jersey. The, one of those two, I feel like we can definitely make it happen. Uh, I was, I really feel like I could have made it happen last weekend in St. Louis if I didn't have that big crash in the morning. But uh, I definitely, I was riding pretty solid in the night show, and even being hurt, I was still doing 55 second lap times, which wasn't bad considering uh, how bad I was hurting, and I had to have a uh, tordal shot from Asterix just so I could go out there and ride. So. Uh, I'm definitely thinking Houston. That's my goal right now. Houston in two weeks' time, or I guess uh, one and a half weeks, depending on how you think about it. Uh, amazing to hear that uh, you've got your sights set on that. Um, you've got, well, you're one of the few guys in the 450 class rocking a Bill's pipe on the back of your Yamaha, or I guess wrapped around the middle of your Yamaha. Uh, it should be. But um, tell us a little bit about the, the pipe that you've got rocking on that Yamaha of yours and uh, how you got connected with those guys. Uh, my pipe really works really great. Uh, basically got together with Bill and we did a lot of dyno and I helped with the testing for that uh, that pipe that now in the production for everyone to buy and it's a uh, best pipe I've written with. We got it completely dialed where it hits on bottom really well and mid to top and everything's just dialed and uh, basically I've known Bill since 2004. I ran, his, I ran his pipe all throughout my amateur career on 80s and 250s and 125s so we've had a long relationship together and just uh, when he came back into the, he kind of got out of moto for a little bit. And then when he came back, I was like one of the first guys there to get back together with him and see what we could work out. And everything seems to be going really well and uh, pipes are working great. And everyone's so far I've heard of is loving them. So it seems good. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, it's that So the pipe that's available to the masses, that's basically the David Pulley, uh, David Pulley Pro Model. Yeah, exactly. The We did, I did all the testing and development for it, and it's uh, the same one that I'm running is the, basically everyone's, everyone's able to get that same model. That's really cool, man. I'm glad to hear it, and I'm glad to hear that they're performing well for you. And with that, Let's do the Bill's Pipe Pick Your Poison questions. Uh, got about 10 of them written down for you. Uh, we'll rip through them quickly and get on with the rest of the interview. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Awesome. So, Supercross or outdoors? Supercross. Two-stroke or four-stroke? Four-stroke. 250F or 450? 
250 f even though you're a pretty big guy are you not yeah i'm only 160 though i i like 250 just everything on 250 it's all wide open and it's pretty fun to ride but uh 450 it's more about time and stuff and which i'm good at that as well but i just kind of it's there's nothing more fun than riding just wide open on 250 f i feel like yeah, absolutely. Just push that thing to the limits. So, long, long whoop section or challenging rhythm section? Uh, I'd say challenging rhythm section. Carmichael or McGrath? McGrath. Basketball or hockey? Hockey. Hockey or football? Uh, football. Uh, what's your favorite uh, SoCal or I guess North California uh, hockey team? Uh, the Ducks. The Ducks. Fair enough. Well, we might meet uh, my the local Winnipeg Jets might meet up with the Ducks in the in the playoffs. So if that's the case, uh, I'll I'll be hitting you up with some text messages for sure. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, skiing or snowboarding? If you were to hit the mountains, snowboarding. Blondes or brunettes? Blonde. Rowing machine or road bike? Uh, road bike. Sprints or 20 lap motos? 20 lap motos. All right, that's the Bills Pipes Pick Your Poison. Uh, would you be so kind as to uh, throw it to commercial for me? Just say something like, uh, hey, this is David Pulley on the HRT Yamaha. Uh, we're going to commercials. Okay. Hey, this is David Pulley on the HRT Yamaha. We're going to commercials. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's time for a commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You, too, can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. So, what do you think of Rich Taylor? Lighter than hair and stronger than steel. So, what that means is can move much faster. 
2014 X-Brand goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano, and Phantom goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. And we're back. Commercials are done, and we're back with David Pulley. And we mentioned at the beginning of the show that uh, you're one of the few riders uh, out there that's running a just one helmet. Uh, John Cluter, he sets you up with that. What's your review of that product? For those who haven't tried it yet in the United States, it's only been here for about nine, ten months total. Uh, I'd love a little bit of a product review from you because uh, who better to know it than a guy who uh, runs it in the pro level? Uh, it's definitely one of the best helmets I've worn. The best helmet probably. I feel like it's super light. It's lighter than any other helmet out here on the market. and uh, One of the safest helmets as well. The uh, fit of it, just everything, the comfort level, uh, I've had nothing, no complaints about it whatsoever, and I've had so many people ask about it, and everyone that I've seen try it's loved it, and I love it, so if you, I highly recommend going out and picking one up and trying one for yourself. So before you had obviously never tried one before you getting hooked up with these guys, uh, were you a little bit skeptical at first? What did you know about it? And, uh, what did you feel the first time that you pulled it onto your head? Uh, I didn't know much about them when I first 
got one and uh, he sent me one out to test and prior to that uh when i first put it on my head i felt just it was so light and just you barely even notice you're wearing it and it's just uh it's insanely comfortable compared to the ones i was wearing before so i feel like uh I've had actually some pretty decent crashes in it as well, and I've no uh, concussions or anything, and it seems to be a super solid and well-built helmet, and uh, I can't, I wouldn't recommend any other helmet, to be honest. Well, that's excellent. Glad to hear uh, those guys just got onto the show about uh, about a month ago. We're glad to have them on and glad to see that uh, you're enjoying that helmet. Um, before we let you go, would you like to uh, run down a sponsor list for us? I know you've got some people to thank. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'd like to thank my sponsors, DNT Motorsports, HRT, Lipsit, Just One Helmet, Zapata Racing, DASA, uh, Bill's Pipes, Race Tech, Recluse, Vertex, Hot Cams, Moto Graphics, Moose Racing, American Cargo, Salomon, Dirt Tricks, Rockets, ODI Grip, Motul, DP Brakes, All Balls Racing, Driver's Choice Insurance Agency, and then Primus Sports and Entertainment. It's quite the list, my friend. Uh, you've been busy uh, wrangling those guys up. Yeah, definitely. I have a lot of great people helping me out this year, and I wouldn't be able to get through the series and do what I'm doing without them, so I can't thank them all enough for all the help. For sure. Now, uh, do you have a girlfriend back home in California, or uh, as soon as you get into a new area, are you just getting on Tinder? Like... No, um, I do have a girlfriend, but she actually lives in Missouri, so it's long-distance thing right now. Fair enough. Well, hope she listens. Uh, say hi to her uh, for us, but uh, we'll say goodbye for now. Thank you so much for giving us some time on the Big MX Radio Show. Uh, I'm going to get to edit this thing so we can pound it out as or get it out as fast as possible, but uh, just can't thank you enough, man. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, in fact, what are you going to be doing for the uh, during your time off, say, or sort of say? Uh, just, I'll be spending some time with the family this weekend for Easter, but during the week here, I'm basically doing quite a bit of cycling and going out to the track and doing some outdoor testing and, uh, still working basically in my week off, but it's a week to, uh, it's nice to be home to spend some time with the family and stuff, you know, that I've been gone for the last few months catch up with everybody and uh that's great man appreciate you giving me some time i'll let you get back to the rest of your evening but uh yeah just thank can't thank you enough man you have yourself a great night yeah thank you you too thank you for listening to the big mx podcast brought to you by x brand goggles be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed check out our website at bigmxradio.com for more content